I forgot to start the stream when I, I got so sidetracked and confused. Come on.
We are being deceived. The border crisis is not like what we've been told. Behind the 5 million illegal immigrants who entered our country in the last... you do if your career stalls because you've been accused of racism or having the wrong political views? Well, that's something which more and more people are facing. But some of them are fighting back. Amy Gallagher, the nurse and psychotherapist, is one such person. And she joins me today. Thank you very much for coming. Amy. Thanks for having me, Peter. Um, now, you are in the middle, are you not, mm. of a legal battle? Um, before we go into the story, can you just tell me what that entails, actually, the legal battle? Um, so I've brought initiated court proceedings against the Tavistock and Portman NHS Trust that was served to them at the end of March. The charges that we're bringing against them are religious discrimination, racial discrimination, discrimination on the basis of philosophical belief, harassment and victimisation. Um, we're in the process of negotiating, we're waiting for their defence, we're in the process of negotiating with their lawyers. Goodbye. Um, yeah, and that there are external and internal complaints, still investigations still going on right now. Right. So yeah. And so you, you are crowdfunding for this, yes, aren't you? Yeah, I've yeah. started crowdfunding. Um, yes, it's going to cost us a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, I'm getting some expert witnesses to testify against some of these ideas and I want this case to be as impactful as possible, but do that can you sort of, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of our viewers mm -hmm. will not have heard of your case. Mm -hmm. I know it's been reported mm -hmm. in the national press, mm -hmm. uh, but can you sort of tell us, you know, really, you know, go into some detail. Yeah. Tell us, you know, from the very word go, what, what, what actually happened to you. Yeah, so just to explain, so I'm a, I'm a mental health nurse, I work in the NHS, and I was training to become a psychotherapist. I'd already done two years at Tavistock and Portman and graduated with a postgraduate diploma. And then to finalise that, to become a qualified psychotherapist, I need two more years. So I enrolled for the final two years um, in the academic year of 2020. Um, and it was very quickly into that academic year that I started to have issues with some of the things that they were teaching. So it started with um, a lecture that I had to attend, titled Race and Race. Um, and it was extraordinarily political. It, it really had nothing to do with psychology or psychotherapy. You know, there are psychological studies about race and racism, and etc. None of that was mentioned. It was all about Black Lives Matter and Meghan Markle and um, the, the critical race theorists were being quoted, right. not psychologists. Um, and Christianity was being mentioned quite negatively on a couple of occasions in the lecture. So it felt very had an agenda really and was not relevant to the training. So at the end of that lecture I, I you know, I mentioned in the question and answer section, I said, you know, it feels that this is quite politically biased. And then I'm curious about why you're singling out Christianity in this lecture. And the lecturer said, well Christianity is is responsible for racism because it's European. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, just like that. Just like that. Yes, yes. And, yeah. the, and there seemed to be the idea that I was in the wrong for even questioning, you know. Um, so I I started to be quite concerned about, you know, 
So, you heard it here first, folks. Christianity is being questioned. And considered racist. Because it was European. Uh, I'm sorry. Christianity uh, came from the Jewish community. Just saying. So, speaking of Christianity, let's get into this. While I'm here, I want to I want to say I'm sorry to uh, those of you on. Uh, whoa, am I being recorded? Hello, hello. Am I not being recorded at all? Hello. Goodbye. Hello. Why? I hope my cat didn't do anything to mess this up. Hello. Anyway, I want to say while I'm here, I want to say I'm sorry to the Okay, so while I'm here, I want to say that I am sorry uh, to it. Man, my cat totally messed this up. So while I'm here, I want to say that I'm sorry to the YouTube community it keeps cutting off after about four or five minutes the live feed i don't know why uh it did it in my out of pocket um feed Goodbye. for the complete film you can always go to facebook or even twitch facebook and twitch seem to get it all but my youtube feed will cut off so Alexa, 10 minutes. 10 minutes, starting now. Okay. So let's get into this. 
becoming best friends with Yahweh. Through constant conversation, you will never grow a close relationship with Yahweh by just attending church once a week or even having a daily quiet time. Friendship with Yahweh is built by sharing all of your life experiences with Him. Of course, it is important to establish the habit of a daily devotional time with Yahweh, but He wants more than an appointment in your schedule. He wants to be included in every activity, every conversation, every problem, and even every thought. You can carry on a continuous, open-ended conversation with Him throughout your day. Talking with Him about whatever you are doing and thinking at that moment. Praying without ceasing means conversing with Yahweh while or something into that it was it was mud while shopping driving working performing or any other everyday task a common misconception is that spending time with Yahweh means being alone with him of course as Yeshua modeled you need alone time with Yahweh, but that is only a fraction of your waking hours. Everything you can be spending time with Yahweh, if He is invited to be a part of it, and you stay aware of His presence. The classic book on learning how to develop a constant conversation with Yahweh is practicing the presence of Yahweh. It was written in the 17th century by by Brother Lawrence, a humble cook in the French monastery. Brother Lawrence was able to turn even the most commonplace and menial task, like preparing meals and washing dishes, into acts of praising and communion with God. The key friendship with the key to friendship with Yahweh, he said, is not changing what you do, but changing your attitude towards what you do. You normally do for yourself. You begin doing whatever you do. What you normally do for yourself, you begin doing for Yahweh. Whether it is eating, bathing, working, relaxing, or taking or even taking out the trash. Today, we often feel we must get away from our daily routine in order to worship Yahweh, but that is only because we haven't learned to practice His presence all the time. Brother Lawrence found it easier to worship Yahweh through the common task of life. He found it... He didn't have to go away for special spiritual retreats. This is Yahweh's idea. In Eden, worship was not even an event to attend, but a 
Perpetual attitude. Adam and Eve were in constant communication with Yahweh because Yahweh is with you all the time. No place is any closer to Yahweh than the place where you are right now. The Bible says he rules everything and everywhere and is in everything. Another of Brother Lawrence's helpful ideas was to pray shorter conversations, prayers, and continue, continually throughout the day, rather than trying to pray long sessions of complex prayers. To maintain focus and counteract wandering thoughts, he said, I do not advise you to use a great multiplicity of words in prayer, since long discourses are often the occasion for wandering. In the age of attention deficit, this 450-year-old suggestion to keep it simple seems to be particularly relevant. Particularly relevant. The Bible tells us, pray all the time. How is it possible to do this? One way is to use breath prayers throughout the day, as many Christians have done for centuries. You choose a brief sentence or a simple phrase that can be repeated to Yeshua in one breath. You are in me. I receive your grace. I'm deepening I'm depending on you. I want to know you. I belong to you. Help me trust you. You can also use a short phrase of scripture. For me to live for me to live is Messiah like. You will never leave me. You are my God, Yahweh. Pray it as often as possible so it is rooted deep in your heart. Just be sure that your motive is to honor Yahweh, not control Him. Practicing the presence of Yahweh is a skill and a habit. habit you can develop. Just as musicians musicians practice scales every day in order to play beautiful music with ease, you must force yourself to think about Yahweh at different times in your day. You must train your mind to remember God. At first you will need to create reminders to regularly bring your thoughts back to the awareness of Yahweh as with you in that moment begin by placing visual reminders around you you might post little notes that say God is with me and for me right now Benedict monks use the hourly chimes of a clock to remind them to pause and pray the hour prayer if you have a watch or cell phone with an alarm you could do the same sometimes you will sense Yahweh's presence other times you won't 
with that, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. We've got about two minutes left Goodbye. on the TikTok side, so I just want to stop here. And I'm going to return this phone call. Yeshua loves you. Alleluia. Yeshua loves you. Alleluia. Hallelujah.